plans for my crazy day. My packed commute. All those unread emails in my inbox. But I'm getting stronger, faster, and pushing myself further every day. I don't care if I'm not like everyone else. This punching bag is the best way to end my day. <laughs> Fearless is knowing yoga isn't your style. That's the power of the Blue Cross and Blue Shield Federal Employee Program. Learn more about our healthy benefits at fepblue.org slash get more. Hey folks, it's Greg Allman with the Tampa Bay Times and TampaBay.com back for episode 35 of the Locked on Bucks podcast. Uh, our last podcast to preview uh, the Bucks' Week 2 game at Arizona. Uh, you're probably listening to this on Friday morning. Bucks actually head out today. Uh, they're going to start uh, a little bit early on these three West Coast trips. Get out there on Friday for this and for San Diego and San Francisco later in the season. Uh, try and get acclimated to the West Coast a little bit better. Uh, but they do have a practice this morning. We got one more piece of access uh, to Dirk Cutter and a player or two uh, after, after practice here Friday morning. I uh, want to catch you up on a lot of things here. Uh, we got a couple sponsors today we'll get to. Uh, do have kind of some news of the day. You know, we only see the first half hour of uh, practices during the season. Uh, so usually what we see is a lot of stretching, a lot of positional drills, uh, and it's hard to notice injuries out there unless someone is held out. Uh, it's hard to know if someone's going full speed or not. Uh, so when we get the injury report at the end of the day, uh, sometimes there are surprises on there, people we didn't realize were out or people who were injured during the practice. So the curiosity uh, from Thursday's practice report, and, and again, the Bucks have been remarkably healthy this week. Um, literally had no one held out completely on Tuesday or, or on, on Wednesday. Uh, but uh, Robert Ayers, a uh, big name, starting defensive end, uh, a key part of their defensive line and their defense, uh, is listed as being limited with an ankle injury. Uh, I, I have to think this is something that happened in practice because he looked fine uh, when we saw them at the start of Thursday's practice. We don't know how significant that is. Uh, we'll get a better sense today whether he's out there, whether he's going. It couldn't end up being nothing at all, and they're just following the NFL's protocol uh, in that he was limited in some form. It wasn't like he was out. Uh, but anyway, the uh, he's the only guy in that injury report that is listed as being limited at all. All those dinged-up linebackers that you had uh, early in the week uh, are full go. No limitations at all. So Levante David and his shoulder are fine. Uh, Devontae Bond and his hamstring is fine. And Darius Glanton and his knee is fine. Uh, so very healthy Bucks team that will go out to Arizona uh, with the possible exception of Robert Ayers. The Cardinals aren't as fortunate. Uh, Cardinals injury report for Thursday had six players limited with injury uh, and two held out with injury. Uh, Tyron Matthew got a kind of a veteran's day, a maintenance day as he's coming back from... Uh, a major injury, so it's not that unusual that he's out. Uh, but among those six that are limited, uh, Evan Mathis, who's a starting guard, uh, there's already some vulnerability on this Arizona offensive line to begin with, and if they were without Evan Mathis and had to play a backup at guard, uh, that would be excellent news for the Gerald McCoys of the world and that interior pass rush for the Bucks. It also might hurt their ability to get David Johnson going in the running game as well. Uh, lots to get to today uh, in terms of our final preview of the Cardinals game. I want to talk a little bit about the, uh, the idea of a team being uh, 2-0 and on the road in the NFL or the, uh, the stigma of being 0-2 in the NFL after two home games. So lots of different things to get to there. Uh, it was neat. We talked a lot yesterday here in the podcast about uh, Dirk Cutter and his history with Carson Palmer, his history in Arizona with Arizona State. Uh, how, many, how many times he's gone up against the Cardinals. 
Um, so there's definitely some <coughs> there's definitely some familiarity in terms of him knowing the personnel he's going up against, knowing guys like Patrick Peterson, uh, knowing guys like Matthew, like Callie Campbell. Um, it was neat. We were talking yesterday. Uh, there's no team in the NFL, there's no college that has more players in the NFL than LSU. Uh, I think the number is 42, I think they have, across the NFL. Just very productive at churning out NFL talent there in Baton Rouge. And, and actually, six of them are in this game. So we had a chance to talk yesterday. Uh, the Bucks two LSU guys are Quan Alexander, the linebacker, and Russell Shepard. Uh, so it was neat to talk to them about how well they know the Arizona LSU guys. All six players are 26 and younger, so they all kind of played together, if you will. Uh, Shep knows, had two years with Pat Peterson in LSU, uh, knows Tyron Matthew very well. I think his, he said uh, Kevin Minter, the linebacker, they were roommates for three years in college. So knows these guys very well. Uh, again, Quan knows Minter very well. They, the Cardinals just picked up uh, Thrilled Simon, uh, cornerback from the Seattle Seahawks, and, and he's another LSU guy. Uh, so they know him. They're tight with him. The guy that Simon replaced on the roster is a linebacker named Lamar Lewis. Uh, Russell Shepard said he literally recruited him to LSU, was his host. So there's a lot of fami- familiarity between these LSU guys. Uh, we saw that even last week. Uh, we talked about Quan Alexander and Deion Jones being very close friends. They did a jersey swap after the game. Uh, so again, lots of familiarity there. Lots of things we want to get to uh, in terms of just links between the two sides and the two teams coming up in this game Sunday afternoon. Always great to have sponsors here on the podcast and all over the Locked On Podcast Network. Uh, and happy to have mybookie.net on board today. Uh, obviously, football season is here. We're picking games each week. Uh, I'm trying to keep my head above water in terms of picking against the spread and the times. Uh, But you can get in on the action and play like the pros at MyBookie.net, the most exciting online experience for sports fans. Uh, MyBookie features real Vegas odds and incredible player props on every football game. Uh, If your game has already kicked off, if you got home last night and Jets and Bills had already started, uh, they've got live in-game odds updated in real time. You can bet on a quarter, you can bet on a half. Uh, Once the game has started, there's still lots in play. Uh, it's never too late to make a play with MyBookie, which is optimized for smartphone users and nonstop action on the go. You know, it's funny, this week uh, you got prop bets with these sites, and one of the most popular prop bets before a season is Super Bowl odds. What are the odds of your team winning the, uh, winning the Super Bowl? Uh, and for the Bucks, it's like some of these sites uh, right away. The Bucks used to be a 100-to-1 odd. If you put up 100 bucks, it would pay $10,000 if they won a Super Bowl. Uh, and that odd has already dropped. My bookie, their odds for the Bucks now forty-six to one payout on the Bucks winning a Super Bowl. Uh, I saw a line yesterday of uh, these player odds and like the MVP possibilities. Uh, Jameis Winston was a one hundred to one before the season, twenty to one now uh, in terms of that. So lots of different things you can bet on. Lots of in-game props, player props. Uh, I'll invite you guys as listeners of this podcast uh, to go online, type my bookie into your browser, and sign up today. Uh, you can use promo code Bucks. That's B U C S. If you use promo code BUCKS, you'll be entered into their million-dollar prize pool. You can also call them at 844-722-2387. Again, that's 844-722-2387. Join the thousands of online players already playing. Only the biggest, only the best, only at MyBookie. Sign up today, folks. We had talked yesterday on the podcast about Dirk Cutter's history, and I thought it was neat. We got to talk to uh, Mike Smith, the Bucks defensive coordinator, yesterday. And, and you forget about how long these guys have been going back and forth against each other. Mike Smith's a guy who's been in the NFL 
since you know more than 15 years. Was with the Ravens back on their championship run when they had one of the best defenses in NFL history. Uh, was with the Jaguars with Dirk Cutter before uh, before he became a head coach. The uh, it's neat in that he and Bruce Arians have been going back and forth uh, since 2001. This is another rivalry, kind of like Cutter and Carson Palmer. They've got been on it for 15 years. Uh, so I was looking at the history between, you know, Arians kind of was all over the place. Arians was with the Colts, he was with the Browns, uh, was with the Steelers, had two Super Bowls with the Steelers, obviously, did very well there. Uh, so they've been going back and forth as division rivals over 15 years. was looking at their history. Uh, Arians won four of the first five meetings when they were assistants against each other. Uh, again, that's going back to Ravens days for Mike Smith. But then Mike Smith kind of turned things and kind of got the edge. He won four in a row uh, from 05 to 07. Uh, had an overtime win when he was with the Jaguars beating the Steelers. And then in 06, when the uh, Steelers won a Super Bowl, the Jaguars won 9-0 that year. So Mike Smith's defense was able to shut out a Super Bowl team in 06. And then in 07, which is the year that the Jaguars had so many Bucks guys from this team. That's the Jaguars team that had uh, Dirk Smith and... I'm sorry, Dirk Smith. Had Mike Smith and Dirk Cutter and uh, Mark Duffner and Nate Texer and Todd Munkin all on this 07 team. That 07 team faced the Steelers twice. Uh, and that Steelers win, Arians was the offensive coordinator in Pittsburgh. Beat them in week 15 and then beat them in the playoffs as well. So neat to see uh, an offensive mind in Bruce Arians go up against a, a longtime NFL defensive guru in, uh, in Mike Smith. You know, one of the other things we want to talk about is, is just the scheduling. Um, the Bucks are in a unique situation to be opening the season with two road games. Uh, and the Cardinals are at the opposite extreme, opening with two home games. So just as the Bucks have this amazing opportunity to open the year 2-0 and with two road wins, which is very unusual, uh, the Cardinals are trying to avoid going 0-2 with two home losses, which is kind of the opposite uh, extreme, if you will. Uh, was looking to try and see the last time. You know, there's, It's not often that the NFL handicaps a team with two road wins to open a season. I think there's only four in the NFL this year. Uh, in the last five NFL seasons, only one NFL team has opened the year 2-0 and with two road wins, and that's the 2013 Miami Dolphins, a relatively unmemorable team. They went 8-8 eight and eight overall, uh, but it just doesn't happen often. In general, if you're on the road in week one, they're going to help you out, and they're going to bring you home in week two. They don't want to make the fans have to wait too long to see a home game in any market. Uh, but the teams that did open up with a road win over the last five years. If you opened with a road win and were on the road in week two, those teams went one and eight in week two. So it's it's literally an 11% success rate when you're trying to win that second road game. Uh, Bucks obviously have a bigger challenge than most in terms of trying to go to Arizona. There's actually three teams. Uh, road teams did tremendously well in the NFL in week one back on Sunday. Uh, nine wins. So the road team won more often than the home team on Sunday. And of those, the Packers, Bengals, and Bucks all have a chance to win a second road game in the first two weeks this weekend. So that definitely goes against the trend. Um, you can look at numbers in terms of what it, it takes to overcome an 0-2 start with two home losses. Uh, but Arizona is certainly the kind of team that can do that. I want to talk a little bit about some vulnerabilities that we see uh, with the Bucks coming up here and the Cardinals. And, and obviously the Cardinals had a, a tough test to start the season with the, with the Patriots. Uh, even a shorthanded Patriots team that didn't have Tom Brady, didn't have Gronkowski, didn't have Nate Solder. Um, Cardinals gave up three sacks, which doesn't seem like a, not, a lot, but 
That ties for the fifth most in the NFL in, in week one. Uh, Bucks obviously had three sacks as well. Uh, but uh, the Bucks are at the opposite extreme. Not that Jameis Winston didn't take a hit on Sunday, but the Bucks are one of only six teams in the NFL that have not given up a sack this season. Uh, so two different uh, ends of the spectrum with offensive line there. I think the Cardinals, I think I've mentioned this on the podcast this week, but one of the things I'm intrigued by is the Cardinals' right tackle situation. Uh, a kid named DJ Humphreys, who was a first-round pick out of Florida last year, uh, didn't play a down, was inactive for all 16 games last year. Uh, kind of took an NFL redshirt year, if you will. Uh, he had his first NFL action this past Sunday, gave up a sack, uh, was definitely questionable in his debut. It's, it's a hard thing to come into the NFL and play your first game against a defense like the Patriots. Uh, so I'm curious to see what the Bucks can do to exploit a young, unproven starter on the Cardinals' offensive line. Uh, again, you have a 36-year-old quarterback in Carson Palmer, so uh, if you can get to him, uh, you can really change this game in terms of getting to him and taking him out of his rhythm, if you will. The other thing I want to talk about is third downs. Uh, I think will be a crucial part of this game Sunday in Arizona. Uh, the Cardinals struggled their defense, which is usually a very strong defense. Their, their defense struggled on third down. Uh, New England converted 10 third downs. Uh, second most in the NFL, uh, went 10 of 16, able to extend a lot of drives. That keeps the time of possession in your favor. Uh, the Bucks would do well to get anywhere near 10 third downs on Sunday. Uh, Buccaneers didn't have a great third down percentage offensively, as we mentioned uh, on the podcast here. Uh, three of nine was their total, so three conversions out of nine for the Bucks. But the Bucks' defense did very well on third down. Uh, the Falcons went only three of 13. That's a 23% success rate. Uh, that's good for the fourth-best third-down defense in the NFL. So if those things can hold up for the Bucks on Sunday, if they can get the three sacks and not give up any, as was the case in Week 1, and if they can win third down, if they can keep their drive going, uh, again, probably not 10 third-down conversions, but if they can keep things going there and stop the Cardinals and get off the field in situations like they were able to in Atlanta, that is a big key uh, for them being competitive and having a chance to pull off that rare 2-0 road start that they're trying to do uh, to open this 2016 season. Guys, the first week of the NFL season is officially in the book. Second week even started Thursday night with the Bills and Jets. How did your fantasy football teams do this week? Did you get in on the fun over at FanDuel? And if not, it's not too late because week two is here and only days away for Sunday's games. You know, I just did a, uh, a radio call uh, with Sirius Fantasy Radio and there's so many questions and so much interest with the Bucks in fantasy football right now. As we, as we mentioned earlier in the week, James Winston's definitely established himself as a guy that is now potentially a starter if you have him. Uh, and, and is one of the top 12 quarterbacks, you know, tied for the NFL League with four touchdown passes. Uh, as much as there had been an optimism around James Winston in the preseason, uh, that's gone through the roof with that first week that he had there against the Falcons. So very interested to see how much he becomes a starter in fantasy football, uh, how much People take advantage of some of the uh, the unsung guys that could step up here in the Bucks offense that you can get on a site like FanDuel. You know, FanDuel is fantasy football for everyday fans with new contests starting every week. There's no busted season. If you lost a Keenan Allen, if you've lost somebody else on your roster to injury uh, in a traditional fantasy football league, you don't have to worry about that at FanDuel. You can just pick a contest, choose your team, and watch the score in real time. Uh, some of the new things they have this year for an upgraded experience at FanDuel are even more contest variety. They have beginner contests for new players only. You can settle a score with a friend in a head-to-head -head contest. And you have a 50-50 contest where half the league, the top half of the league, wins cash. 
Uh, or you can play in larger tournaments for even more excitement. Uh, on FanDuel, you can play for a dollar. You can play for as much as you want. Choices for every budget. This week's Sunday Million Contest is paying out $2 million total with $200,000 going to the first place. Uh, so anyway, please listen if you can and, and take advantage of an offer from my listeners. Uh, FanDuel has all that fantasy football has to offer. Be sports rich is what they say. Uh, and for my listeners, if you want to try FanDuel now, you can get up to $50 in free entries. Uh, new users who deposit will get five free entries to the, their NFL 50-50 beginner contests. Uh, that's a value of up to $50. You get one free entry a week for five weeks. Uh, and the value of your free entries varies based on your deposited amount. So again, I want to invite you guys, go to FanDuel.com, click the Join Now button, and use my promo code, that's L-O-Bucks for Locked on Bucks, L-O-B-U-C-S, Use that promo code at FanDuel.com, void where prohibited. Again, great to have them back as a sponsor, uh, not only here, but all over the Locked On Podcast Network. Guys, the team goes out to uh, Arizona this afternoon. I'm going out uh, Saturday morning, uh, and I think we will have, again, I've mentioned this on the podcast, but we probably will have a little bit later podcast on Monday just because I am uh, coming back with a morning flight, uh, taking a red eye back to be back here in time for open locker room on Monday morning. So that podcast probably will not come out until a little bit later, more like maybe 10 a.m. on Monday. So just to warn you guys, apologize to my morning commuters that want to get that uh, that morning lesson and catch up on their bucks fix with the podcast Monday morning. That'll be just a couple of rare instances where we uh, kind of have tr- crazy travel. It makes it harder to uh, get the podcast up when we want to. One thing I want to talk about is, and I think is a key in this game that could play out is Buccaneers rookies. Um, you know, Aguayo obviously had a big game in the first game with going five for five, hitting all his extra points, hitting a 43-yard field goal. But the rest of the rookies, I felt like, were, were kind of behind the scenes, didn't do very much. Uh, Noah Spence played 35 snaps, but had no sacks, had no tackles. Uh, Vernon Hargraves did fairly well just in terms of containing some talented Atlanta Falcons pass rushers, but only or talented Atlanta Falcons wide receivers. Uh, and... Uh, but Vernon only had two tackles, uh, kind of had a quiet game that way. If they're going to line up against Arizona and, and make a splash and compete for a, a big road upset, uh, I feel like those rookies have to step up and do a little bit more. Uh, for Hargraves, that could mean his first pick. For Spence, that could certainly mean his first sack. Uh, again, we've talked about some vulnerabilities on that Arizona offensive line. And then another name that's going to come up as a rookie we're going to see for the first time this week is Devontae Lambert, a guy that made the team as an undrafted rookie out of Auburn, has worked primarily inside as a three technique, as a backup to Gerald McCoy, uh, but is going to get, uh, it's going to slide outside a little bit to end and will definitely dress and get a chance to play here Sunday as they re- refigure out their offense, their defensive line with uh, Jacquees Smith out for the season with that ACL tear. So those right there you have rookies. You could see Devontae Bond playing for the first time this season. He was inactive in the first week with that hamstring, uh, but said he feels much better and ready to play on Sunday. So again, I feel like the wild card for the Bucks in this is can they start getting uh, big splash plays out of their rookies? Uh, it's going to take somebody stepping up for them to pull off a win like this to get an upset. They're now a touchdown underdog. Uh, it's a full seven points that they're the underdog uh, at Arizona. That says a lot more about Arizona and their home field advantage than it does about the Bucks. You know, Arizona went 7-2 and two at home last year, beat the Packers twice on that field. Uh, so again, as we've mentioned, the Bucks can play very well on Sunday and, and still not come away with a win. If they do, uh, I think you'll probably see the Bucks as one of the bigger stories in the NFL, to come out of the gates with a rookie head coach, a second-year quarterback, and be 2-0 and 
on the road to start the season, especially with a what will be seen as a relatively easy, winnable game against the Rams in their home opener in Week 3, you're going to see a lot of national attention on the Bucs. Uh, if you don't, they're still going to be 1-1 one one with a chance to, to go back above 500 uh, as a favorite at home against the Rams. So we'll have a lot to talk about on that Monday podcast coming back here. Uh, I want to welcome your comments over the weekend. If there are things that surprised you, disappointed you, uh, thrilled you in that Bucks arizona game, uh, shoot me an email at uh, LockedOnBucks at gmail.com. Hit us up on Twitter at LockedOnBucks there. Uh, up to like 175 followers. This is my last push trying to get to 200 before the game. Uh, see if I can get a couple retweets on the main account at Greg Allman there. Try and push that total up closer to 200 before the game. want to thank you guys very much. Uh, lots to, to pack into this podcast today. We'll have even more on Monday. But thank you guys for listening uh, for the Tampa Bay Times and TampaBay.com. This is Greg Allman. Thanks again for listening to Episode 35 on the Locked on Bucks podcast. Football season is here, and you can get in the action and play like the pros at mybookie.net. At mybookie.net, you can feel the excitement of predicting your favorite sports. It's never too late to make a play. You can even use your smartphone for nonstop action on the go. Mybookie.net. Go online now. Use promo code BUCKS to be entered into their million-dollar prize pool or call 844-722-2387. Join the thousands of online players already playing. Only the biggest, only the best. Only at mybookie.net. Sign up today. What you doing? Ran out of space on my phone, so I'm deleting some stuff. Bye, singing dog. Bye, goal. I pronounce you. Bye, wedding ceremony. Stop. At Metro PCS, you get two free phones with twice as much memory. Really? Don't say bye to your memories. Switch to Metro PCS and get two free LG K20 Plus phones with 32 gigs when you switch two lines. Metro PCS. Wireless. Figure it out. Coverage not available in some areas. Sales tax not included in phone price. Excludes numbers on the T-Mobile network. See store for details and terms and conditions.